Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Tanahashi, and you are listening to Sports Guys Talking Wrestling. Aishimas! When they're not covering the sports world, they're talking about the world of professional wrestling. It's Sports Guys Talking Wrestling. Now, here's Stu Myrick. It is Sports Guys Talking Wrestling on the horn. Stu Myrick flying solo because Justin the Smash Simmons is trying his hardest to be the next Craig Way or Kevin Harlan or whatever. So he's on the road. I think calling basketball. I don't know. It's hard to keep up with him. But you know what? I've got a very suitable fill-in. Joining me on the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline, he hosts Down for the Count Thursdays on ESPN San Antonio Radio. Is our good friend Dan Sayalano. Follow him on Twitter at Dan for the Count. Dan, how are things in the Alamo City? Things are good, but Stu, I would feel a lot better if uh, the person that your phone line was named after, the entity, the group, would actually uh, supply me with some of the product. What was the name of this? Uh, the phone line that the, I am on right now? The Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina. It's a wonderful Tex-Mex restaurant down in uh, the Westlake area. Actually, it's right down the street from from the Horn Studios. Nice, nice. So Gotta check them out. If they, are, they ever get out of my house, I'll definitely check them out sometime. Come on up. We'll we'll have a have a, a margarita or a beer and grab some grub there. So definitely. Uh, I want to start with what is probably what was probably the biggest development last week came uh, as we were as we were airing on AEW Dynamite. You had the close of AEW Dynamite, the six-man tag with the Good Brothers, the Impact Wrestling Tag Team Champions, and Kenny Omega, the AEW World Champion, taking on John Moxley and Ray Phoenix and and uh, uh, Pac. And at the end, you see John Moxley. He's standing. He's ready to tear somebody up, and all of a sudden this masked and hooded figure comes up and just wallops him removes the mask removes the removes the uh hood and it's kenta the man that has the right to challenge briefcase for moxley's iwgp united states heavyweight championship so all of a sudden everybody's going nuts new japan and aew and you remember back at at wrestle kingdom I think it was Wrestle Kingdom uh, 15 or 14, whichever was in at the beginning of 2020. Chris Jericho mentioning the forbidden door. So I pose the question to you, Dan. Has the forbidden door been kicked open? Yeah, and I actually don't think there really wasn't. Uh, there really wasn't much of a forbidden door uh, there anyway. I think a lot of that was overblown. Now, I, I, I might be – I don't mean to – wet on the parade here. I'm trying to keep it FCC friendly, but I, I'm kind of have mixed feelings about all these crossovers and you yeah. got to hear me out here. Cause maybe I'm just being 
a WWE kind of fanboy because I grew up and pri- was primarily influenced by WWE. And okay. WWE is, is a pretty much a walled garden. So although I think it's exciting, it's kind of fun, uh, for the, especially for the big internet wrestling fans when there's crossovers from New Japan or Impact going to AEW or AEW going back to Impact. I wonder if it gets kind of confusing because I wonder if AEW accidentally sends the the idea that hey like our show is exciting because people who don't work here visit here instead of the wwe model where it says hey this is the place to be you don't got to go watch it anywhere else so i'm kind of have mixed feelings about that i I like it in some ways but in some ways i'm kind of worried that it'd be difficult for new fans to really get into a and w not a and w that's root beer aew (laughs) wrestling brandon and i talked about it on our show last week about what if you're just flipping through channels, you're a casual watcher of TNT and AEW, and then you see, okay, IWG, Impact, all this. Is good. You think it gets kind of confusing and convoluted, Stu? You know, it's, you know, okay, so so I'm I'm a bit older. So I grew up in the, I don't know, I don't know if we call it the heyday, but definitely the height of the territory era. Right. So do I like these 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 uh collaborations absolutely i think that the more companies cooperate it's better for wrestling so if if aew and impact wrestling want to want to do some some talent exchanges on occasion absolutely if and especially if aew new japan because that's been that's been what's talked about ever since they made that announcement in january 2019 you saw the the being the elite video with the phones and the AEW logo and everything. Also, I mean, the first thing people talked about was, okay, when does New Japan get included? Now, New Japan has been they've been pretty closed off. They've got their relationship with Ring of Honor, although we haven't seen a whole lot about that here lately. Uh, but they have had a long standing relationship with Ring of Honor. Uh, we knew they weren't going to get in bed with Impact Wrestling just because of the way. Impact and TNA treated some of the New Japan stars like Okada, like uh, mm. Tanahashi, like Shinsuke Nakamura when he was still with New Japan. You know there was there was still some animosity, and and they in New Japan holds grudges. Uh, and we had heard under the previous CEO Harold Mage that you know you no know, there's no collaboration. In fact, they you know they let go of their their Access TV deal because. Impact's parent company, Anthem Sports Entertainment, bought Access TV. And they wanted them there, but New Japan said, nope, you 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 made us mad once. We're not going to get in bed with you. Stu, no. you're reminding me of that. You ever seen that meme online where the guy is in front of the chalkboard or the whiteboard and he's like <laughs> explaining all the connections? You're oh, like, this is what you're doing to me now. Yes. You're like, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Impact Wrestling is connected to this guy, but this guy is there's, connected with uh, Ring of oh, Honor. But Ring of Honor doesn't like this guy, so you got to cross that guy out. And you're like the conspiracy theory guy. There, no, know? there's that's, all that's, sorts that's, of. It's the meme. That's what you remind me of. I'm my. my my mind is boggled right now. I need a yeah. flow chart well, to understand all these connections. And that's, so, that's my point. Is it all too confusing? Is it all too much? Well, and I think... I, I, again, well, yeah, go ahead. I think that's... I think it's partly... If you're a casual wrestling fan... Well, and let me let me back... If you're a casual wrestling fan, you're probably watching WWE and that's it. Like, I, mm-hmm. have, I have one of our colleagues at the Horn, Chad Hastings, who's been a wrestling fan... He and I have been to WrestleMania together. He loves to live vicariously through me. But he only watches WWE. 
So, and, and especially like when, when, you know, NXT sends people to Raw or SmackDown, I'm the one that has to tell them, well, yeah, we, we knew him when. Right. Like, you know, I get to tell him about how I got to call Keith Lee's matches when he was still wrestling for Inspire Pro, now Inspire AD here in Austin. Mm-hmm. So, so to, to get back to it, so New Japan is now under new management. And I've got to believe there is, I wouldn't say the forbidden door has been kicked open. It's been unlocked. And that's why sure. we're seeing Kanta. And they've got, and, and this benefits New Japan because they had to find a way without just outright stripping Moxley. They had to find a way to, you know, get this Moxley Kenta title match happening. Moxley can't go to Japan. Luckily, Kenta lives in Florida, so he can easily fly to LA to do the the NJPW strong tapings that they've been doing here lately. So it made sense. Plus, Moxley had a con had in his AEW contract says he could he could not appear on a wrestling TV show in the United States. Now he can do it in Japan all he wants to as long as it's in Japan. But he couldn't do the the NJPW strong stuff that they're taping in in Los Angeles until now, and that match has been made. I think it's I think they said February twenty sixth. Moxley will defend the IWGP United States title against Kenta, who has that right to challenge briefcase. It's for for those of you that are not New Japan fans, it's kind of like it's New Japan's version of Money in the Bank. It's, that's basically so it the is. Except first? they don't who claim a ladder. Who, who stole it from who? Let's see. Uh, Kenta, Kenta won it in a match. It may have been back in the summer. I think he was in. He was at one of the NJPW Strong tapings. I can't remember from who, uh, because mm-hmm. you know it was. And there was this story going into Wrestle Kingdom about you know. Uh, so Bullet Club had the briefcases. Jay White had the had the you know, the, the briefcase to challenge for the top titles that Kota Ibushi had won by winning the G1 Climax this year. And Kenta had the U.S. title. So, you know, it was like, okay, Bullet Club's going to haul in the gold. Well, that, that ha- Jay White's didn't happen. Kota Ibushi is still the double champion, still heavyweight and intercontinental champion. So we'll see if Kenta can make it happen with the U.S. title. So you got to take notes here. I got to take notes to figure out what's going on here, Stu. <laughs> now, Stu, let me ask you a question, though. I okay. mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm being serious here. I mean, no, no. I, I think it's I think it's good that there's crossover, and I think a rising tide lifts all boats or whatever. But I do wonder if it's too much where I want to go back to that casual wrestling fan. This is something that, that I think about a lot, and maybe you do think about a lot, too, mm-hmm. being a wrestling show on a general sports radio station. It's like if you get too much in the weeds, you lose a lot of people, but also if you don't get, you know, enough in the weeds, people go like it. But these guys don't know anything about wrestling, so there's always that balance there. there but I is. wonder for like the casual fan watching who just wants to watch a little AEW every now and then, they see someone come from Impact Wrestling or New Japan, and they don't know who it is. I'm like, I don't want to go feel like I have to do homework to figure out how to watch my show here. I just want to watch my show and it all to make sense. I don't know. Is is, is the casual well, fan being lost here? Well, I see, that's the thing. And, and again, we're talking with Dan Sayalana from ESPN San Antonio down for the count here on sports guys talking wrestling. Um, I think the thing got to remember is the people that watch AEW or impact or new Japan pro wrestling for the most part are not casual fans. Those are your hardcore wrestling fans for the most part. So they're going to know 
that, you know, the Good Brothers, for example, the current Impact Tag Team Champions, of course, they were in WWE. They were also New Japan. They were IWGP Tag Champs several times over. Um, they're going to know those connections. It's kind of yeah. like when we see, like, say, for say NXT, the new tag team, MSK. Well, I know them as the Rascals. I know them quite well because I've fed fed them both Whataburger along with there used to be three. Like you actually placed it in their mouth? Yes. Well, just about. That's going to be a good sound clip well, you know, they were, they were, That's going to be a good audio drop. They were a little... Um, they had been imbibing, let's just say. Um, <laughs> so you, had, you had to help them out a little bit. Yeah, you know. They love I'm the sure water. you got stories. They love Whataburger. <laughs> but anyway, so... They you will know, be drunk wrestlers. That's right. But see, that's the thing. You, you know, like, like a lot of the wrestlers, they come to NXT. Those of us that have watched... That spend you know spend most of our waking hours watching you know rest, every wrestling program under the sun, or at least try to, or at least catch highlights. We kind of know, so it's you know it's kind of cool, and we we may have seen them on the on the independent scene. Uh, and again, I reference Keith Lee. Um, so there's that, there's that, and that's why these collaborations, on one hand, can be a lot of fun. Now. Where you get into problems is, okay, how do you book them? So let's say, let's for instance, I think tonight, is it tonight or maybe on Saturday, on Impact Wrestling, you've got the Good Brothers defending the tag titles against an AEW tag team in Private Party. Now, I think even if Private Party was in Impact, I'm not sure they would take the belts off of off of Gallows and Anderson, but if it was say, let's just let's put it out there. Let's say Impact Tag Team Champions Gallows and Anderson, the Good Brothers against the AEW Tag Team Champions, the Young Bucks, Bullet Club versus Bullet Club. Okay, who who book who's booked to go over? Who's booked to take a pin? Who's booked to get disqualified? You know how do you how do you handle? That's where the whole that whole wrestling politics thing goes gets in. So, so you have to be careful with stuff like that. So, sure. Um, speaking of New Japan, they have announced, and they apparently, I think it's this week. In fact, I think I saw something on Thursday that they have a new quote TV deal that will be, I think it's U.S., Canada, and the United Kingdom. Um, and I think it starts this week. It's going to be on the Roku channel. Now, Dan, do you know what where the, the hell Roku- is that? That's what I was about I, to ask you. <laughs> When this got, you know, when this got rumored, I guess it was around, it was, you know, during the time of Russell Kingdom, there was talk that, you know, there was a TV deal in the works. And I think one of the rumors said it involved the color purple. So I think a lot of people thought, okay. Whoopi Goldberg. All right. Exactly. No, I think a lot of people thought HBO Max because their, their logo's in purple and, you know, HBO, Time Warner. They're connected with AEW, who has the you know has TV deal on Turner, so there's a little bit of synergy there. And of course, the wheels start rolling. But no, it's going to be on the Roku channel, which you have to download. And it's kind of like Roku channel is kind of like uh, it's kind of like Pluto TV, where they have a lot of free streams and stuff okay. like that. So this that's kind of the same way. So and Pluto, and Pluto TV has they have an Impact Wrestling channel. And they're about to start a a pro wrestling channel, which 
which will you know follow different independent promotions. So that's supposed to start this. Uh, I think this week they're gonna they're gonna show um, Wrestle Kingdom fourteen, which was I think that's the one that was in January twenty nineteen. That was uh, Archer versus Moxley in a Texas Death Match for the IWGP United States Title. That was let's see Ibushi versus uh, Tetsu Unido and Jay White and all that. There was a couple other matches. There's some really good matches. Will Ospreay and Hiromu Takahashi for the junior heavyweight title. Really good show. I'm just the the announcement of them being on the Roku channel is a bit underwhelming, quite frankly. Sure. You know, so we'll see how that goes. Uh Ring because, of Honor. I mean, go ahead. Again, how do you get casual fans? You know, how do you okay, the Roku channel. And it kind of reminds me of a, a few weeks ago, or whenever it was, the last Impact Wrestling pay-per-view. I actually kind of, on the, on the air, just as a joke, I asked our producer, James Pledger, who's a very casual wrestling fan, I said, hey, we're going to time you. Figure out how to order this pay-per-view. Because <laughs> I had trouble finding, even AEW, unfortunately. Maybe I'm just dumb. Maybe I'm not very tech-savvy. I had trouble going, like, how do you order this? Like, I had to, like, go to Reddit and, like, ask, like, how do you order the pay-per-view? So... Once they start going to these obscure channels, and I don't know much about the YouTube revenue situation or whatever, but I don't know why more of these companies aren't just putting their shows out on YouTube. I mean, can't they monetize that? There, there's people who, there's 16 year olds who do makeup on YouTube and make a bunch of money. You know, I don't know. Maybe it's not I, enough I, to keep a sustainable company going, but it seems like more of these companies should just be more accessible and not go to these, these obscure channels. What do you think? Well, I think that's and I think that's part of it. it's hard for say a wrestling company to do that. Um most wrestling pay-per-views that are not WWE uh or AEW. AEW has an exclusive contract with Bleacher Report. So all their all their pay-per-views in the United States are on Bleacher Report Live, which right. I think is kind of their it's it's Turner's sports, you know, it's it's kind of like NBC Sports Gold that they had you pay pay certain you know either pay for an event and you can get and they show like soccer and a bunch of other stuff now most other paper impact ring of honor uh some of the bigger independent companies they use fight tv which we're good friends with they give us codes to give away at uh for certain papers and you never send any to Brandon and I if we're down for the count well you know maybe maybe we won't one of these anybody. days tell anybody one, one of these days who knows um but fight it. tv f it's f-i-t-e tv and they have all these uh i know let's see i know sw fury runs on there um i know uh game changer wrestling joey janela's promotion they run on there um there's there's a you know bunch when you said joey janela i thought you meant joey ryan for a second i was like <laughs> can we not talk about him no can he's not? he's not running anything um so <laughs> he's he pops up on instagram sometimes Really, so to speak. really random. It's just weird. So, um, yeah. But anyway, uh, <laughs> speaking of Ring of Honor, uh, Ring of Honor has continued to re-sign some of their top talent. They just announced the other day they have re-signed their world champion Roosh, the TV champion Dragon Lee, just happens to be Roosh's brother, and their father, Bestia Del Ring, uh, who just joined them uh, at Final Battle back in December. So. All three of them are now under Ring of Honor contract. Uh, they just uh, they just re-signed the Bouncers. Uh, I believe they re-signed. 
Well, they just signed Mac, Mike Bennett back and Maria Canellis Bennett. So they're back in Ring of Honor. There's there's been several others though. There's been a lot of you know, Ring of Honor has done a good job of keeping their talent. A lot of it has to do, in my mind, with the way they took care of them during the pandemic. Because Ring of Honor shut down, mm-hmm. you know, in right. March. They were in Vegas to do their their anniversary pay per view when everything got shut down. And Ring of Honor's kept them, you know, they haven't let them go. They took care of them as far as financially and everything. Said, look, we will come back eventually. Then finally they started doing some TV tapings in in Baltimore. You know, worked with the State Athletic Commission there to make sure COVID protocols were, were met and all that good stuff. Kept everybody safe. As I said, they've brought back Mike Bennett. So now you got Mike Bennett and Matt Taven. Uh, they're calling the OGK, the old, the old school uh, the kingdom is back together. So, you know, Ring of Honor really doing right by their talent. Uh, and I got to imagine, Dan, that's got to be, you know, even if you don't know Ring of Honor that well, knowing that they're taking care of their wrestlers is a big thing. That's a, that's a big thing, definitely in this COVID era. But I want to, speaking of COVID, Stu, I'd like to ask you, you know, if you can be a little personal here, okay. just between us, just between you and I here. I'll be honest, like I've promoted on our show, local shows. I've had interviews and we've had Teddy Long come on, talk about SWE Fury. We've had Thunder Rosa many times uh, talking about Mission Pro Wrestling, but I myself have not gone to any local shows. I haven't gone to anything basically since last year. Um, For me, I'm being very cautious in terms of COVID, even though I got both shots now. uh, I'm still being very cautious. I'm not going to any events, even if it's outdoors and there's masks and all these protocols. Right. So, how do you, Stu, decide which sporting events in general that you feel at ease attending in, in wrestling events in particular in this COVID era? Well, it's it's like this. Um, first of all, I'm a very, very firm believer in COVID protocols, masks, social distance, all that good stuff. Now, look, I'll I'll shake hands or even hug somebody if I, you know somebody I know. Uh, in fact, this past Saturday, look on the face too, every now and then, if you, yeah. if you know Stu very well, this, this past Saturday, uh, I was, uh, fortunate enough to be in Irving for SW Fury's latest TV tapings. And speaking of Teddy Long, got to, got to, you know, hang out with him a bit. Saw uh, the original some, player. I sat with our good friend, Mark Henry, the WWE hall of famer, world's strongest man. And we, we had a great time watching matches and he, you know, he was, he was watching cause they had done a, uh, clinic earlier in the day with a lot of the wrestlers. So he was watching and giving pointers here and there, and it was really neat. And of course, got to see guys like like Jax Dane, the former NWA World Heavyweight Champion, who I've known since we since we started this as a podcast. And Jax has been one of the biggest supporters of ours from the very beginning. And then just seeing, you know, different in, uh, independent wrestlers that we've known and managers. Nigel Rabbit, who I don't know if you know Nigel, Nigel Rabbit, who's uh, is one of the more prominent managers in the in in the especially in the Texas independent scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've known Nigel forever, love him to death. So we got to hang out and and chit chat and catch up and everything. And there's certain other. I got to meet I got to meet Sue Young. Now, Grant, she she tried to pull me down into the undead realm, but yeah, I got to meet Sue Young. Uh, it was just it was fun. So I stay careful. 
Uh, you know, I'm I'm a I'm confident that I stay careful. Uh, the people that I interact with, I'm reasonably confident that they're careful. And it's not like I'm being, very, you know, again, I wear my masks pretty much the whole time unless I'm eating something or drinking something. So I guess I'm not I'm not quite as bothered by it. Okay. It, it's it's a matter of comfort level. Sure. You know, and Stu, I'll, I'll be really honest. I've never said this on the air, but when all this COVID stuff happened and, and things got shut down, I think maybe around summer or so, late summer, I started seeing uh, wrestling promotions pop up again, kind of mm-hmm. seeing we're coming back in a limited capacity. And I was very skeptical. And I, and I, I almost got to the point where I said, like, you know what? Like, I'm not going to – I can't in good conscience promote any wrestling show on, on, on our radio show on Down for the Counts. Right. Uh, but for me, I finally decided, you know what? It's like – for the wrestlers out there, independent wrestlers don't make much money. Nope. I said, you know what? If they feel comfortable doing this, if the if the promoters following the rules, it's like even if I don't feel safe going, or if I don't feel it's the best time to go, if someone else wants to make a, a different decision, that should be up to them. I shouldn't be up to. I'm not the gatekeeper of going like I <laughs> I stand on high and say no one should go see wrestling. Before we go further, we gotta take care of the bills. Gotta take a quick break. So coming back on the other side, we got more. With myself, with my guest co-host Dan Sayalana from Down from the Count on ESPN San Antonio, you're listening to Sports Guys Talking Wrestling, and you're listening to The Horn. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shock. The system. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole, baby! And you're listening to Sports Guys Talking Wrestling. Back here on Sports Guys Talking Wrestling on the Horn. Stu Myrick joined by Dan Sayalana from ESPN San Antonio's Down for the Count. We were talking off air, and Dan, you had a question about next year's WrestleMania. What was that? WrestleMania is going to be up at AT&T Stadium. Yeah. What are the odds, do you think, Stu, that next year, what do you think the capacity will be for this 2022 WrestleMania in Dallas? So it will be full capacity, like last time. And do you think we'll be wearing masks? I'm going to be on the optimist side. I'm hoping that by the time, I think that's supposed to be April 3rd, 2022, I'm hoping by that time this pandemic is over. We won't have to worry about masks. Jerry can put every it can fill every seat he can in that stadium. Um, I'm hoping that on top of that, because one of the big things about WrestleMania weekend that's what that's what hurt that has hurt independent wrestling are all the different shows that happen around WrestleMania weekend. Right, and in fact, so the you know WrestleMania 32 was at AT and T Stadium. That was my first WrestleMania ever much less doing it for the show and i got to go to there was a uh back in the back then nw was under somebody else 
So I got to be at a what was called NWA Parade of Champions, promoted by a, a good friend of mine who's a promoter in, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh, went to Ring of Honor. They usually have a a show around WrestleMania weekend. And since then, you've seen, like, again, the the uh, the the GCWs of the world and WrestleCon mm-hmm. and all these different promotions. And I'm, I know that a lot of those Dallas-Fort Worth promotions, whether it's VIP Wrestling or Texoma or Soar or any of those, if they have the chance to run on WrestleMania weekend, they will do that. I'm hopeful. I, I, and I mean, it's hard to say because I don't think if anybody had even imagined that this would have lasted a month, much less a year, mm-hmm. uh, you would have thought they were crazy. But here we are. Oh, yeah. Well, do you remember? Do you remember last March? You know, there was all this talk about the colleges and the schools going, "Okay, everybody, because of the pandemic." It was March of last year. They said we're going to extend spring break by one week. Yes, <laughs> bless our hearts. Back then, one week. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. you know, oh, I, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, hey, if the pandemic is still around, WrestleMania next time, fourteen months from now, then maybe we got bigger problems than whether uh, WrestleMania will be in full capacity. Maybe we should True. just move into an underground bunker with, uh, you know, what's Ronda Rousey. She's into that. She's into those underground uh, fallout shelters. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. That's I random. Mean, That's I random. mean, let's, let's, you know, and let's be honest. We've still got a, we've still got a full baseball season. We got full, we've got another NFL season to go through before we even get to that WrestleMania. So I got to confess to you, Stu, here's a confession. And I'm sure every time I say this on ESPN San Antonio, the management goes crazy, but I, I often say on the air, I don't watch any other sports. I See, watched I know about five minutes of the Super Bowl. Here's in terms of the gameplay, I probably watched about two minutes of the Super Bowl. I watched the whole <laughs> halftime. Didn't watch any of the commercials. I don't care about football, basketball, hockey, anything See, besides wrestling. So, and, and here's the funny thing: even though I, I just watch wrestling, how do you how do you have time for all this other stuff? You're talking about ROW, ROH, and NJPW, and all these all these acronyms. How do you find time to watch all this wrestling when you got to watch all those other sports that aren't as I, cool as wrestling? You know, uh, a lot of it is you know kind of like with some sports. It's Sports Center. It's you know watching mm-hmm. the highlights. Same thing with some of these uh, some of these other wrestling companies. A lot of it's highlights, but once in a while, yeah, if I get a moment, I may I may pull up NJPW World and watch. Road to Dontaku from last year or something. It's kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. And here's the you know the <laughs> ironic thing is I know I know your bosses because I've I've been on Radio Road Super Bowl with them. I've been at parties with them, so I know how crazy they are. Uh, right. But you know Jason and Rob and uh, uh, it, especially Jason. Jason and I always get into it. Jason Minix, ESPN San Antonio, hosts the afternoon show there. Jason and I get into it because he's a Navy veteran. I'm an Army veteran. So uh, all around Army Navy get time, hey, it's like you know we're going at each other. Friendly, of course. I mean, I, I love those guys to death. So, um, yeah. I. By the way, quick congratulations to Eric of the Viking Raiders. Most of us know him as Ray Rowe, and his wife Sarah, uh, formerly known as Sarah Logan, on the birth of their son. Their son was born Wee hey. Baby Cash, as they call him. And nice. of course, mom, mom and baby are fine. Uh, I couldn't be happier. I, I, again, Ray is one of those, and I call him Ray. I know it's Eric, but I call him Ray. Uh, Ray was there from the very beginning. In fact, the first time I met Sarah Logan, 
it was right after she and Ray started dating and we were at a wrestling card together or something and, and got to meet her. She's a sweet girl. Uh, used to be on the, on the independent Siemens, crazy Mary Dobson, but, uh, they are now parents, a healthy baby boy. So could not be happier for congratulations to them, Eric and Sarah. Um, NXT takeover vengeance day is this Saturday. So we've got right. it. By the way, did you realize next sat next Sunday is uh, Elimination Chamber? No, I actually forgot. They were talking it about Elimination like, Chamber. I'm like, when is that? That's got to be four weeks from now. And it's the, like yeah. I heard Michael Cole say a week from Sunday. I'm like, a week from Sunday. So did yeah, we just have Royal Rumble like five minutes ago. But they did. I have actually. Let's do. Let me say this. I, I think maybe this is a bad idea. But when they talk about Elimination Chamber. I don't have anything against Elimination Chamber. I think it's a cool pay-per-view. I just don't think there should be any pay-per-views between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. I think they should make us wait for it and just lust for it. And by the time WrestleMania comes along, we just need our wrestling fix because it's like, well, what's it, for me, it kind of diluted the winners of the Royal Rumble. Like, okay, there's a pay-per-view in between. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they even it's, put that in the storyline. Well, uh, and they were like, Edge was like, why would I choose now? <laughs> right. I just wait till well, and the, after Elimination Chamber. What do you think? And for the longest time, there wasn't. It was once Royal right. Rumble was done, they might do something or they'll do like a big Raw or a SmackDown, but it wouldn't be mm -hmm. like a pay-per-view. And, of course, it's hard to call them pay-per-views when they're on the network. But, um, right. but yeah, to do Elimination Chamber now, and especially you're throwing the, this, the title match, basically making Elimination Chamber match for the title. I it was right. it's kind of like, you know I've I've seen where it was, you know the, whoever run, won the Royal Rumble picked the SmackDown title, so Raw would have you know the six people in and winner gets to challenge for the, you know the Raw title whichever one it was at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. But to have Drew McIntyre defend the title in the Elimination Chamber match against five former WWE champions, eh, I'm I'm not. Not crazy about, but whatever. Do you think there's any chance Drew loses or he's going to retain at, at uh, <sighs> you know, that's, that's the $64 question. My gut tells me no, they that he will have the title when they go into Raymond James Stadium. But there's like this little flicker that's bugging me that they'll find mm -hmm. a way to get the title off of him so they can put it on somebody else. So like a transitional champion. So, okay. say Miz cashes in, he gets the title, then they'll have a worthy opponent, the person they really want to be the champion, to challenge Miz. Because I think most everybody expects Edge to challenge Roman Reigns for the Universal title. So, okay. I don't think, as much as I love Finn Balor, Edge is not going for the NXT championship. So, uh, <laughs> Speaking of NXT, no. as I mentioned, TakeOver Vengeance this Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central on the WWE Network. The aforementioned Finn Balor defending mm -hmm. the NXT title against Pete Dunne. I don't see Finn Balor losing this, but if he was going to lose the title, I would be really interested in seeing a Pete Dunne title run. I've that would be interesting to see. That would be. You know, one thing I like about the way NXT runs things is that they don't play hot potato with the championship. So a champion holds on to the championship for a long time. So when there is a transition to another champion, it's not, it's really significant. And I just don't know if Pete Dunn at this point is significant enough 
no no offense, but in terms of the NXT sort of universe, right. to be the champion, to beat Finn Balor, I think Finn Balor is definitely going to retain this Sunday at TakeOver. Yeah, and not to mention, he just came back after the jaw surgery, so I think they want to see Finn with the title for a little while before they take the title off of him. Uh, Io mm-hmm. Shirai will defend the NXT Women's Championship in a triple threat against Tony Storm, the former NXT UK Women's Champion, and Mercedes Martinez. Uh, again, I don't see Io Shirai losing this title, but if she was going to lose, this is the way to do it, to either protect Tony Storm or protect Io Shirai. What do you think? I, Stu, I think I disagree. I think there's a really good chance that Tony Storm leaves this weekend's pay-per-view as the NXT Women's Champion. I think NXT has been building her up. She's been looking great. Like you said, she's a former NXT UK Women's Champion. Uh, Io Shirai, no offense to her, but I think uh, maybe it's time for her to kind of move on, you know, drop the strap to Tony Storm. I think Tony Storm's going to win this. If 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 Io Shirai does lose the title, does she go to SmackDown or Raw? Um, I would say, I would say likely, but I hope she doesn't because I always have mixed feelings about people getting quote promoted to uh, the main roster because sometimes they do really well and sometimes they get lost in the shuffle. You know, you look yeah. at I think Damian Priest is someone who's going to fit right in in the main roster, but you look at someone like Ricochet who kind of just mm-hmm. been kind of been turned into a exciting jobber on the main roster. So in terms of Io Shirai, I could see that likely happening, but I hope not. I yeah. hope she stays in NXT for a little while. I hope she kind of adopts this more of a um, Tommaso Ciampa kind of attitude of saying, hey, this is where I want to be. Don't put yeah. me on the main roster. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Damian Priest. I've been a huge fan of his ever since his days in Ring of Honor as Punishment Martin is. I think he's just a fantastic talent. He's an even better guy, so I uh, could not be happier for him. And he doesn't need, he doesn't need Bad Bunny <laughs> around him. He doesn't I, yeah, need he doesn't need I, that rub I, from Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny needs a Damian Priest rub. I like Bugs Bunny that, myself. That awkward. I'm sorry. I, I mean, like that's Bugs Bunny. Way um, Johnny Gargano defending the NXT North American Champion against against Kushida. Will one yeah. half of the time splitters get the title? Man, Johnny, you know anything that Johnny's in, I'll watch. And one thing about Gargano is. I, he has not been able to, as a heel, like sort of recreate that intensity of the rivalry that he had with Tommaso Ciampa. So I think that's one thing, you know, that's, that was such a classic rivalry, such great storytelling, both physically and also emotionally. Uh, Johnny hasn't really kind of, he hasn't really recreated that. And, and, and everything I've seen from him recently, it's, it's, been, it's been okay, but it's been really nothing memorable. So maybe this match will surprise me and be something to write home about, but I, I've kind of not as excited to see Johnny as I used to be. Cause back when I was a first starting NXT, uh, first started watching as a casual fan. I loved Johnny Gargano. Like mm-hmm. he was the match I wanted to see, but this match, eh, I'm sure it'll be fine, but I, I think he's got to step it up a bit. You know, I, I'm a, I'm a fan of Gargano. I'm a big fan of Kushida. Again, going back to his days in new Japan, as IWGP junior heavyweight champ, junior heavyweight tag champ with Alex Shelley. So, you know, my heart wants to see Kushida win. My head says Gargano's going to keep the title. So, uh, and I have a feeling that his little clan there of Austin Theory and and, and uh, Candice LeRae and them, I think they may have a hand in that. So, we will see. I think so. We will see. NXT TakeOver Vengeance Days this Saturday. 
7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central on the WWE Network. He is Dan Sayalana. Catch him on Twitter at Dan for the Count. Catch him Thursday nights. Down for the Count on ESPN San Antonio. Dan, man, thanks a lot for joining me. All the best to you and Brandon and Jason and Rob and everybody at ESPN San Antonio. Be well, be safe, and we'll talk again soon. Thanks a lot for having me, Stu. I appreciate it. When I come back from this time out, I'll let you know what's happening in independent wrestling around the area. You're listening to Sports Guys Talking Wrestling. And you're listening to The Horn. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Bad Street Beauty, Miranda Gordy, and you're listening to Sports Guys Talking Wrestling. I want to tell you a story. Sports guys talking wrestling on the horn. Stu Myrick here. Good to hear from Miranda Gordy. I missed her at SW Fury this past weekend, but hopefully I get to see her again. Big thanks to everybody at SW Fury, James Beard, and everybody there. Just a fantastic time uh, to be there and get to see all the great action that they've got coming up on their television show. Uh, which you can find on Fight TV and many other outlets. So, uh, big again, big thanks to SW Fury. They've got another TV taping coming up on February 27th in Carthage. So, keep your eyes out for that. Speaking of which, we got some independent wrestling to tell you about this weekend, and we're going to start in Dallas. Uh, DFWL Pro Wrestling presents All on the Line Friday at American Legion Post 655 in Alton City. Bell time, 7.30 p.m. Lou Gotti, Kiefer Bartek, Fly Def, Alejandro Lion, and more. That's DFW All Pro Wrestling Friday night in Haltom City. Paye Pro Wrestling presents live pro wrestling Friday night at Legal Draft Beer Company in Arlington. Bell time, 8 p.m. Noby Bryant, Chandler Hopkins, Mecca Wolf, Miranda Alize, Psycho Clown, and more. That's Paye Pro Wrestling this Friday night in Arlington. Soar Championship Wrestling presents King Mabel's Birthday Bash. Saturday at Elks Lodge, number 71 in Dallas. Bell time, 7.30 p.m. Dante Smiley, Nate Lawson, Dean Fleming, and more. That's Sword Championship Wrestling this Saturday night in Dallas. And AAPW presents Valentine's Drag this Saturday at the AAPW Arena, 1702 Aldrich here in Austin. Bell time, 8 p.m. Lawrence Patello, Christopher Black, T-Ray, plus drag queens will be there because... What do you have, Valentine's, without drag queens? That's AAPW this Saturday night right here in the ATX. And that's a look at independent wrestling around the area. All these shows are handling COVID protocols. So wear your mask. Be safe. But if you feel so inclined, go support some independent wrestling. Uh, A couple other things. Um, our thoughts and prayers to the family and friends of Hacksaw Butch Reed. Those of you that watched him in WWE knew him as the natural Butch Reed. 
I knew him as Hacksaw Butch Reed from Mid-South, one of the toughest individuals. Played, played football for the Chiefs, by the way, way back in the day, but he passed away uh, late last week, and so uh, a little bit of sadness in the wrestling community. So, again, our thoughts and prayers to the family of Hacksaw Butch Reed. Um, if you have not heard, last night, or excuse me, Monday night on Raw, the tables match between Lana and Nia Jax. Nia goes outside the ropes, tries to hit a leg drop on Lana there on the apron, misses, lands flat on that apron, gets up, kind of squirming around, and then, and then, yes, she proclaims. And, of course, that has caught fire. Every meme and, and everybody, it was very funny. Now, Nye is taking it in stride. And, and apparently there was an Australian bidet company that has offered to make her their ambassador, brand ambassador. So she may get some money out of it and an endorsement. So good on Nia Jax to uh, take a... An absolutely hilarious moment and turn it into something positive for her. So, again, uh, you know, that's why we love wrestling, for moments like that. So, uh, that'll do it for this week's Sports Guys Talking Wrestling. Uh, Huge thanks to Dan Sayalana from ESPN San Antonio's Down for the Count for joining me. You can follow Justin Smash Simmons on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch at the Smash Simmons. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Stu Myrick. That's S T E W M Y R I C K. You can follow the show on Twitter at S G T W A T X. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Sports Guys Talking Wrestling. We are proud to be part of the great lineup you hear every day. On the flagship station for the Texas Longhorns, we are the Horn. Catch us Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Central on the Horn. Or you can catch us anytime on demand by either going to hornfm.com and click on the on-air tab or subscribe to us and rate us and review us and like us on your favorite podcast platform. For Dan Sayalana, I'm Stu. Thank you so much for giving me some of your time tonight. And we will see you at the matches. Goodbye and good night. Bang! Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.